0: Recording live. Hi, guys. We're here for another episode of uh, the Crypto Sparta podcast. I'm here with Brian and Aubrey, and um, Boy, we're going to be talking about uh, the Bitcoin news. conference. We're headed to Miami. Looking for a sponsor, by the way, if anybody would like to sponsor the podcast. Last time, minute. Yeah. Last, yeah. Last
1: minute,
0: last Last chance. minute. <laughs> Before it blows up, <laughs> we're gonna be in Getting Miami with our polos. Floor. We've got we've got the shirts. We've got the stickers on the
1: way. Crypto Sparta, you will see us in Miami.
0: <laughs> you
2: will see us.
1: Me and Daniel, will we got be... the Airbnb
0: in Wynwood. We'll be at the um, Chain Link party uh, is live. Yep, there's about to be an airdrop. Yeah, there are definitely going to be airdrops and stuff. And, uh, like
2: a real airdrop now, like crypto. This could be a- I heard
0: people are paying for banners, you know, like yeah, Bitcoin yeah. to a thousand, like, or um, B- Bitcoin right. to a hundred uh, K. Have- <laughs> yeah, thousand, the world no, would That out. would be, <laughs> yeah, yeah, Some people are saying Bitcoin to zero. Oh was- my god,
2: that's yeah. like the stock market crash in 1929.
1: Miami could be a catalyst for this bull run. This bull cycle right now. DeFi summer. A bunch of
0: dudes together in Miami. Well, no one knows about the chop. Like everything is going up and down. So Brian's gonna tell us what's going on. Like we always like to start the top of the show off of like, where are we at?
1: Yeah. So it's been a slow week, very choppy. I mean, last week was a huge dip. So a lot of stuff is going sideways right now. Uh BTC is probably at like has been hovering around like thirty-four thousand, thirty-three thousand. ETH has been probably in the range of uh twenty two hundred to twenty four hundred and it's kinda been uh, you know back and forth uh going sideways while we recover from this previous dip. Um so yeah, bass this weekend's supposed to be very uh Really choppy, especially with the holiday weekend. So um, there's going to be not that not much going on.
0: And yeah. like some of the factors that I was thinking of bringing up was the fact that there's like the expirations at the end of each month. People have futures contracts, and so a lot of people had money invested in Bitcoin being like at a certain level. That's how these future contracts happen, and then they expire at a certain date. And either you, you pay for this option. For a certain amount of money, say $5, but the price, you're betting on what the price will be in the future. So then, if it goes above that, then you have a contract to purchase it at a lower price. But everybody had contracts for like Bitcoin at 42K. But at 36, all of these contracts that people paid for in case it was above 42K go to zero. Okay. And so then, that basically, those are people that would be buyers, but then don't. And then the expirations. Just mean that, like, a ton of value gets wiped out.
2: And they call that a dip, 36. Remember when Bitcoin was much lower?
0: And have you seen the, like, memes where it's like, people wanted to buy Bitcoin at 60K, but when it's at 36, no one wants to buy? (laughs) (laughs) I have actually seen those memes
2: on Twitter. Hashtag BTC. Yeah.
0: And I mean... There's like also one of them where it's the same meme format. Uh, shout out crypto memes.com. You can create your own memes on CryptoMemes.com. I don't know. Yeah, I saw. Shout out, shout out crypto memes. Um, hmm. what happens is like they have like all these people going in line to one side, and then there's a sign, and there's another guy who has no one going there, and so then the first one was like, you know. Oh, Bitcoin at sixty k, everybody wants to buy. Bitcoin at thirty six, nobody wants to buy.
1: Yeah, it's a job fair. The ones people line up to buy uh, BTC at sixty k, but no one wants to show up to the to the you know job fair to buy to get ETH below.
0: And in my mind, this is like um, the idea of Crypto Sparta, where there was another one where it was like one line is like buy Bitcoin, and then the one where nobody was there was like learn how Bitcoin works. (laughs) we just spin out all these... Exactly. Do your own research where it's like people don't want to learn and then there's kind of like a herd mentality and I've been learning from some of these podcasts that we listen about counter trading. So if you just kind of decide that, you know, it's a zero-sum game and then you're basically... There is someone betting against you Wait it's a zero sum game well no it can grow bigger because the market can grow but the idea is that with a lot of these options tradings where you're like shorting at the end of the day it can be whales actually just going against each other playing with a market and you have no idea that they're like leveraging to short or long like a certain thing that you're invested in, and you're like why does it go up like, and down and it's like still? there's two people just betting against each other you know what I mean what's like, happening with our I mean, there's, like, a lot of whales, and, I mean, people are making a lot in rewards, and then the prices, and then a lot of the shit coins, basically all the altcoins got murdered, Except and then... Except for her, so. No, I mean, there's no, also, I like, like all happen. of them, all the altcoins are the last one to recover, because they go up and down the most, and then this is, like, the idea, there's a certain slide on Twitter that's called The Cycle, where it's first Bitcoin... And then Bitcoin is a store of value that goes up but then when the yields don't get as much then people move into Ethereum because it's higher boom bust and then if everything is going well then Ethereum goes up and then you want even crazier yields because you move your Ethereum into altcoins but then on the flip side when it's a bad market everybody's scared about the super volatile altcoins they move it back into Bitcoin which is a secure store of value they move it out of Ethereum into Bitcoin, and then these are the flows of these cryptos. Where it's like, depending on the cycle, if it's a bearish market, people move to Bitcoin because it's more stable than the altcoins. So the altcoins, you can get six x's, ten x's, whatever you dream about it, but it can go to zero. Trickle down effect. Yeah. So it's like um, trickle down factor. Yeah, when it's like when Bitcoin goes up the thing is that's when people have extra money that they'll take out of Bitcoin to try to make a quick buck and then they'll try to put it back into Bitcoin where they're like oh dude this one altcoin is down like 70% I'm just gonna like take out some Bitcoin to buy the altcoin and it's gonna triple and then I'll pull it back into Bitcoin which is safer and then normal people are like Bitcoin dropped 50% and it's like the altcoins went to like near zero (laughs) who cares like At the end of the day, the altcoins are, like, the biggest boom bust. And Bitcoin, at 50%, is relatively tame compared to altcoins. You know what I mean? Mm Mm-hmm. And, I mean, maybe this pulls us into our next topic where it's, like, Ethereum could have all these Ethereum killers. Second-layer solutions. Exactly. And then also, I mean, Arbitrum and Consensus and Optimism, like... There, there were a lot of topics that were discussed at the uh, Consensus um, conference. So we have like some notes for our podcast where we want to get to talking about um, Cardano, Matic, Phantom, Solana, and then also the impact of Link and Arbitrum being on Link.
2: Very kill fuck.
0: Yeah. Which one of the first three? So if it comes to Cardano, Matic, or phantom brian Mary. who are you gonna
1: marry oh i'm marrying i'm marrying matic you're marrying Ooh, matic hell yeah, yeah we're in it for the long run mad to ten dollars this is uh no financial advice believe it but um this yeah this is not financial advice my i'm marrying i'm marrying matic i am fucking phantom Ooh. I don't own any Phantom, but, like... A, but you're I you
2: fucking
1: it. I, I want to taste a little bit. Ooh. See what it's about. Ooh. You know, like, I hear a lot about the Spooky Swap. Spooky like, Swap. I can get 3,000... The F wallet. I can get 3,000%, you know, APY. I'd fuck that. Like, yeah, let's... Right,
2: so you're killing Cardano. Yeah, I
1: don't even know what the fuck Cardano you're is. You're murdering that bitch. Like... They're supposed to be, like, smart contracts and shit. Like, smart contracts, Link is the one and only. Link
2: is the one and only. We like, they Link got a product.
1: Me. Cardano doesn't have any product right now.
2: They're just all
0: hype. The Charles Haskins sucks dick. Link what I would leads. say is I would, uh... I would fuck Cardano. Because the thing is, I don't know... How type of babies. I there's, kill her. there's all these there's all these people and I feel like it's the normie play where it's like if you look at the top ten, there's a lot the of a dude, by the way. There's a lot of like these coins that don't belong in the top ten. And I'm like, for some reason Cardano is can just like got the like the marketing or something right. I don't understand It's how on the futuristic show. I, I don't shape.
2: understand it either. But somehow
0: it's, it's Charles
1: First He's the... That name sounds like fucking Stephen Hawkins. Like, Just because like, of
2: the name sounds like Stephen Hawkins,
1: this shit is third on Coinbase? He's like... Actually, it's he's, fourth behind Tether. He's like Steve Wozniak, like super science, super nerdy, like future is good. Like, he's that
0: vibe. That's
1: why it's like... like in terms of, in, in it.
0: terms of I have to marry and I have to kill. And fuck... Um, no, I said I'd fuck Cardano.
2: Okay.
0: Yeah. I'd just kill it. Oh. oh I think I'd I think I'd kill Matic and Mary Phantom, and this is like pretty bold. Kill Matic, Ethereum Matic. would pay you hella to do that. Yeah, uh, it's like Matic, sacrifice of the greater for the greater. I think that the the it's and this is like a pretty bold statement. I think it's overblown because I think that there's like. And, like, from watching some of those podcasts that we were watching today, too, these people are constantly innovating, and while I think Matic has, like, a temporary leg up... Second layer solution. I wonder if it's going to last. I think Wait for Ethereum Ethereum 2.0. Exactly. Ethereum will innovate, and I think that there will be a lot of other people, and the thing is, you have to understand in tech where you're like, okay, what is going to make me really, really unique? and they're unique because in the moment and I mean this is a discussion that we could like steer into like uh, talking about NFTs because Brian and I in Miami we're going to uh, a couple events where um, like we're going to Basel we'll be looking at the uh Basil? Basel, is it Basel? NFT Basel NFT Basel, yeah.
2: Basil, it does cartwheels, Basel punches you in the mouth
1: I don't know, we don't
0: know, yeah. I don't know. We don't know, but we're going to B A Z L. We'll let
1: you That's guys Brazil. know. Brazil, yeah. Brazil no.
0: No. minus the R. Um, but when it comes to like NFTs, you can make them on Matic way cheaper. But right now, I mean, this is another topic we wanted to get to. Was the gas fees are pretty cheap on Ethereum. It used to be crazy expensive to mint something.
1: Yeah, no, it's definitely like really hard with ethereum being so busy that's why like no one really expected it to be this busy because prior to yeah i mean prior to you know in 2020 ethereum was in the hundreds so gas fees were so cheap and then now with you know all this hype and getting more in the mainstream media things are growing and People are trading. People Wait. are building apps. So it's just really congested the network. You're super so, chilling.
2: Game six against the Yankees. You're in the Bo Sox. You got a bloody
1: sock. Yeah. You got one pitch to throw. Who are you chilling? am uh, not chilling anything yet. That's at the end. That's the last. That's the yeah, last piece. I'm just explaining the, Think the network. It. Think about it. But, like, it's, yeah, it's been very congested, just everything going. And so, um, yeah, but, like, Somatic with a good substitute, it's way cheaper. Will
0: the Ethereum NFTs be more valued in the long term? Mm
2: -hmm.
1: Yeah, because that's the OG originator. People like authenticity. Because it was made on Ethereum.
2: South yeah, I mean I
1: that's why I think like things like paint will thrive on Matic because you're constantly making something new. Maybe we could explain what Merle. paint
0: is, Brian. Let's, Aubrey. Let's let Brian explain paint because it's something that we had. I'll admittedly had put some money into where it's like no the I idea is overhyped.
1: I I put a lot of money really high and it just really sure. crashed. <laughs> but the thing That's was,
0: altcoins, especially the, the idea is, is
1: very is very um, it's like it's like graffiti for the digital world. Like this is just where, like the place where we went
0: to the other day, where there's uh, we went to an artist place where there's graffiti where different people paint over each other, and it's just kind of like a little well, like an air vent.
1: Yeah, yeah. It's just like a sewer kind of air vent kind of thing.
0: <laughs> just like a sewer. We were at Brian and I were hanging out in the sewer. No, not a sewer at hey, It's like a maintenance
1: thing where Master, it's like it goes where, where you want to go Raphael. to the mural. Yeah. And then
0: the thing is, the token is deflationary. So imagine if you have like spray paint cans. To be able to paint on the mural, you have to spend the token. And then over time... There will be fewer and fewer tokens. So eventually they were saying, like, the artists are going to be wanting to be on it. And then it's eventually going to get really expensive to paint on the mural. Because all the tokens are going to be used up. And then it's going to be super rare. But it turns out like, people in didn't order really to care paint. to, like, paint on the mural. and Like, it's random also... people just paint, like, cats on the mural and that's it. Like and It's, like, a lot of yeah. shit posting and, <laughs> like...
1: And, um, the gas fees are really high. Well, and then, so no, no they moved one wanted to, to paint. So that's,
0: that's why they moved to Matic. And then it was but supposed to be like, that was the story where it like, oh, once they moved to Matic. It hasn't really blown gonna, up. Everyone's gonna use paint, I'm and now weird. they're gonna, like, be burning all the tokens. In it. Maybe you can explain it, because I try to explain tokenomics, but the idea of deflationary and burning the anti- tokens. anti gradual Defi. Nah, we were, like, um... I'm just gonna try to get through these nfts because it's like uh the other ones i wanted to get to is you know nfy brian nfty no it's like a it's Yearn finance but for nfts oh no i don't so this is kind of like uh are we like De- moving to DeFi where it's like there's an nft crossover for Yearn finance which is i believe nfy where it's what they're doing is they're collateralizing nfts so like, you can take out loans on NFTs. So you buy an NFT, and then different people can buy pieces of it as an investment, at a certain value, and then take out loans against it. Like this, decentralized finance is getting pretty incredible.
1: You don't need a credit score. To take out a loan. Like, on a just... B.
0: <laughs> oh, you have a Beeple. You can then distribute that security among a group of people, and we can like all. A fancy Exactly. It's like and then they're they're making it so that you can invest in NFTs. Yeah. Where then you can take one NFT and then split up the ownership of it as a yeah. financial asset that you can then collateralize for debt.
1: <laughs> Same with uh, you know, anti cars, uh Curios Invest as a company that you can invest in anti cars with NFTs. Like NFT is not only just art, it's can be used as you know, uh, a sign of ownership.
0: Well, did you want to pull up that um, Twitter uh, um, thread that I had uh, sent to you, Brian?
1: Yeah. So different ways that you can there is use...
0: incredible amount of new ways and novel ways that they're and I think like Aubrey, did you see the what? Was... Which ball was it? Was it Lamelo or Lavar? Or L- no, L- no, Lamelo
1: ball. He's partnering with uh, NFT playgrounds. And they're using Chainlink. So it's like one of Chainlink's first partners. No,
0: but what LaMelo did was almost make it like an auction or like a raffle. Didn't he? Did you read about this? That's Jalen Suggs. That's Jalen Suggs. No, he NFT'd
1: a shot that he won with the guns. No,
0: but LaMelo, what he's doing is he's, he's, he's trying to NFT his career. And he says if he does better and makes more money and you own this nft like they'll give you a portion of it or i mean could you look it up Aubrey? maybe like what is it yeah my
2: computer's
0: recording Uh, or maybe brian because it was like they they looked at it some novel way and it's kind of a marketing gimmick but that's how the ball family does it i feel like they're just like at the cutting edge and i mean they did that crazy pr stunt with their uh incredible was it big baller brand shoes
1: they had a league. Their shoes sucked. I hope you never even bought their shoes. That was a total off.
0: Right? It was like $400. It was like did, but way worse.
2: It was Starlet like... the Hornets star LaMelo Ball releasing limited edition NFTs, which will be tied to his NBA accomplishments. Right?
1: Yeah, so they're, they're How thinking... How is he even
2: structuring this? I mean... He but... wants to win Rookie of the Year. He's coming in. Yeah, he's releasing Anthony it. Edwards... Which we will defend. Good job, Lamelo, but not quite as good as 42 points twice <laughs> in your rookie season.
0: Everybody that anybody that listens to the podcast knows we're we're Timberwolves and Ant fans. Well,
2: if Lamelo could ever drop 42 points, I'd be shocked. He can get a triple dub any day, any day you of the know, week. All
0: right, let's 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 leave the Timberwolves and the rookie of the year stuff. That's just facts. Yeah.
1: But yeah, he is uh, investing in blockchain with his Lamella ball. He just wants every award you get an NFT, you can invest in it. Apparently, it's a ball thing. I mean, all invested. In I mean, the there are before. people now with the NCAA rules, and you know, making a profit off your name, like Jalen Suggs. He made a Minnesota native shout out. Um, he hit that huge shot for Gonzaga, and he is NFTing that moment um, and selling and auctioning it off. So that's just another way to profit. Well, this will be
0: an interesting thing a discussion with, like you know, the NCAA and the way that they allow people to monetize stuff. And I mean, this is kind of just an argument for uh, blockchain in general and these types of things where you can do it anonymously and profit off of your likeness without all of these regulations and these organizations you know what I mean
1: yeah well, does NC, the US doesn't even have anything on any regulation of blockchain what do you think so that NCAA is, this is, would
0: this is kind of like a this can get us into like the anti-fragile uh, DeFi discussion that we wanted to talk about where there is a lot of an incredible amount of volatility in the market obviously there's like a giant crash and then DeFi is kind of like the cutting edge of what's being done with um, finance and crypto where there's a lot of money going up and down and a lot of liquidity and what the idea of anti-fragile is, is the fact that like a lot of these lending platforms like Aave, Yearn, Compound Erzdal, none of them broke and, at the, and behind them was the Chainlink price indicators that also didn't break because you're constantly needing updated prices to be able to. Um, uh, these smart contracts rely on Chainlink to be able to engage when certain people have over leveraged themselves and get liquidated. And there was a tremendous amount of just like loaning and borrowing and interest rate changing at a constant frenetic pace. And. The idea, not only that, like, Chainlink didn't fail, but also that these DeFi protocols didn't just, like, totally crap out and then all the money got lost was actually kind of impressive. And this is, like, the silver lining, you know, the hopium for, like, Erzl or, like, for DeFi or lending is the idea that there is a system now that is completely secure that's decentralized on the blockchain where people can borrow and lend money, that this has gotten a giant test. When the entire currency that all of crypto is based off of, as much as I hate to say it, you have to respect Bitcoin. Yeah. Uh, When all of these systems, with all this collateral and these loans, has been tested. Like, this is like what Howie Wowie had said, was like, You know, every day is more safe than the last. When people think that it's a passing fad, but these technologies are anti-fragile, they're standing up to, you know, it's just solid technology and these things work. And it really is starting to get to the point where people realize you don't need to invest in crypto. You can just get stable coins and get really good yields. And then people are starting to say, what if it goes to zero? And it's like, look, Bitcoin just got rocked. And all these DeFi protocols, none of them... I think
1: the days of the risk it, of it going to zero is over. Like, it will never go to zero.
0: And then, that's, like, kind of in, in lieu of, like, the thing where it's, like, uh... Not in lieu, but, like, um... That was the incorrect. L-I-E-U. L-I-E-U. Yeah. It's French. word. I know, yeah. It was not in lieu, but, um the idea of like I think it was Mr. Wonderful from Shark Tank saying like or maybe it's Mark Cuban is like why gamble? Why ever get lottery tickets when you can just buy crypto? Because But it's like a lottery ticket that will no, never go to zero. But maybe some things will go to zero. And that's what people from previous cycles would like have said where it's like You bought a shitcoin that's going to go to zero. They
1: experienced it actually going to zero. But
0: then that's the interesting thing where it's like, who are we talking to? And I think it's people that have gotten in after those times where people will say, and then people will try to say that it's like, it's different now. And then that's kind of an excuse to say that there's not cycles where things will go up and down. But to think in my mind that crypto will follow certain cycles, personally i'm not as experienced about it but i still am like i think it's just so different and new that yeah this time is different but maybe not for the better or worse like that's not an excuse saying up only because then everybody gets rocked you know yeah but it's like it can't be the same as it was in 2017 when it wasn't a developed space and it was like there's no technology. products
1: out. Like, Ave didn't release... Yeah, now like
0: institutions that. are in, and it's like, you can't say that it can be yeah. the same as what it was before. You can't compare different bull, bear markets. I mean, you can see
1: patterns, but... Uh, well, in my is mind, a lot of diff- it, in, you really know, different.
0: Uh, one of the arguments is that a lot of it is following traditional cycles, where it's like, okay now crypto has mainstream exposure so that it'll be exposed to major markets and tax season and certain currency fluctuations exactly where now they're interrelated it's no longer a niche product it's like a it has like mainstream exposure to like macroeconomic factors yeah like China
1: (laughs) Elon Musk yeah exactly yeah global warming yeah so
0: shills yeah it's time to wrap up the show with our um, our shills uh Brian you wanna start it off
1: let me uh look at my my list right now I mean so far I've just been focusing on uh not looking into new projects but mostly just looking at the ones i've already done researching and trying to maximize um those dips but um things that i really like is i like curio with that going on the nft uh theme is so curio invest um They are doing NFTs for uh, antique, antique cars, so they'll sell, they'll have this car, and you can invest, your proof of ownership is through this NFT, and there are certain uh, periods where, like, they only choose cars that you can invest in that will always increase in value. So they've already done the research on what cars you can invest, like a certain Ferrari or like a Rolls Royce or like this certain old-school like old Bentley. And so you can buy an NFT of that and invest in it, and uh, you know, you'll just accumulate value, and then there's a sell-back period where you can gain. So I think that kind of market... As far as, like, you know, wanting a piece of a certain kind of really rare car that you always dreamed about or you always had those posters of a 911 Turbo and you can invest it in something like that and get an NFT for your ownership.
0: Daniel, show. Yeah, I mean, this is, like, we can go back to ones we maybe have showed before and, like, I don't know if I've done this before, but I'm, like, Ethereum is undervalued. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Chainlink, Arbitrum, no, under thirty. But
0: but right now Ethereum, I mean, come on, it's criminally undervalued. Like it's like kind of like hitting you in the head. Like yeah, just easy. sit on your un- yeah. No, things
1: have there. been cheap apparently from Twitter. Yeah, where it's
0: easy to yeah. get your Ethereum and then stake it and then move it into like all the staking things you can with. Get it into some pools, mine some, like, shit coins, get some good yields. That's, like, if it's a bear market, just find the best yields you can. And then just stack these random coins by staking your Ethereum, and then just, like, when everything goes up, whenever it does, like, years down the road, you'll be happy. Because you got some for free for holding Ethereum and putting some liquidity into, like, some LP tokens or something.
1: Yeah, you can get, like, 7%. You can get some good stuff, or,
0: like, not even 7% on Ethereum, I'm talking, like, You just, like, do, like, a double-sided stake or something, or you provide one side of, like, you provide the ETH and, like, some pool and, like, get some, like... Yeah, yeah. That's definitely a bear market thing, a liquidity pool. Exactly.
1: Where where you're not relying on the price to fluctuate. No, you just want to, like, stack your coins. That's it. So, you know, in a bear market where it's, like, not going to move a lot, you can just farm and buckle down and, you know not game, much but it's honest talking. work it's it ain't much it. but it's honest work so
0: bear market we we,
1: we want to be farmers right? we're going to be yeah. farmers
0: we're going to be out in Iowa farming some like corn yeah corn, this corn. is um, back oh, in the day in the...
2: hold up is that a
1: real thing no but whatever
0: let's uh let's wrap it up we
1: done alright if you see Crypto Sparta in Miami holla boy lit
0: that Dammy Wildin' with your mammy and Miami stylin'. And on that South note, Miami who made it. <laughs> bye, peace.